Welcome back to BMO Field. This is Toronto Argonaut Football. Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson with you. Kate Pedersen down on the sidelines. And Andy McNamara was, as you just heard, your host for halftime. Uh, Argonauts here have uh, some work to do, let's just say, as they have uh, fallen behind the Calgary Stampeders 27-10. to And the Argonauts will be kicking off here in the second half. Liram Hyralahu coming out to perform that duty. And it will be Roy Finch. He has been dangerous tonight. He has a one. He has a 55-yard kickoff return that gave the Stampeders outstanding position. And then just for good measure, took one back 103 yards on a punt. And that uh, seems to have been the biggest uh, play in this game, J.J., although they made a very big one at the end of the half. My goodness. Well, you know what? It's, it's the Stamps special teams, Finch and unit on punt return, kickoff return that have given the Stamps the momentum because, to be honest, their offense wasn't doing a whole lot. Argo defense did a great job of shutting them down, not shutting them, but slowing them down, and then that uh, specials kept it rolling, and then their offense eventually starts to click. Finch will take this one at the 14-yard line. Far numbers as the Stamps move right to left here, and Finch will get across the 35 to the 38. Argos will go on defense. They are wearing their home blues, white helmets, white pants, and they will be defending the goal line closest to the Gardner Expressway. And they will be moving left to right. Stampeders are in the road whites, black helmets, red pants, red numbers, little red trim along the shoulders, and uh, moving obviously from right to left away from Lake Ontario. Ball in the middle of the field at the 37-yard line, closer to the right hash mark. And that's where the Stamps will put it in play. Bull Levi Mitchell, the quarterback, 10 of 13, 77% completion rate in the first quarter, and he will give the ball to Big Pearl Messer, who will run into Bear Woods and is not going anywhere. 139 yards passing for Bo Levi Mitchell. The big one, the 44-yarder at the end of the half to Devaris Daniels. And Jerome Messam in that opening half, 47 yards rushing on six carries. Well, the Argos' defense is doing a great job, and they need, this Argonauts team needs this defense to stay on point, and hopefully this offense will start to click. Second down and nine from the 38-yard line. Back to passes Mitchell. Jailbreak on the defense. Going downfield and a remarkable catch made downfield. Yes or Come no? On. The officials are meeting and it is caught by Devaris Daniels again. I thought they played Deron Carter last week. That's an exceptional catch and he is uh He may have landed on the football. Up. Yeah. He hit the turf really hard and Harris was right on top of him, Brandon Harris, when they landed. You couldn't cover him any better. No, it was blanket coverage. And this is the year of the stupidly good catch by receivers in the CFL, and there's another exhibit as to why. My goodness. Daniels has to turn right around, and he's backwards as he goes vertical and gets high. I mean, I don't know how he gets the height that he does when he's running this fast, but he does a great job of getting up and catches this ball with his fingertips. And as he goes down, Brandon Harris is right on top of him, and, and he really hits that turf hard as his helmet starts to come off as well. And Harris was on the ball, and the ball was jammed into Daniels, who had the big catch at the end of the half, and he has another huge one there, and the Stampeders have it inside the Argo 50 at the 48-yard line. Argos were bringing it on that last one. They had the blitz coming, and uh, great job by Bolivar to get rid of that ball quickly. He couldn't have defended it much better and even got his hand on the football on the way down. It's textbook. Still made the catch. Got to give him props. Five-man rush to throw. It's intercepted. Rico Murray's got it with some room. 40, 45, 50 to midfield. 
And he'll step out of bounds at the 52, but... Don't don't give me the but. Ball. There's a flag yes, now. Yes, there is. At the 30-yard line of the Argonauts. And from uh, where that was thrown, it's going to be for contact. And the only person around the ball was Rico Murray, so... And it's going to be against the Toronto Argonauts. Kim Murphy has bad news for Illegal contact on a receiver, Toronto, number 26. 10-yard penalty, first down, Cassius Calgary. Vaughn again, and he's furious. And the Argos do not have a challenge because they used it early on the first drive of the game by the Calgary Stampeders. And again, it was on a Cassius happy. Vaughn play. And we're going to hopefully get a look at the replay here, JJ, and we'll see if uh, maybe after this play... First down at the 38-yard line. The Argos cannot challenge it. They're out of challenges. One and done now. They go to Messam. Sweep around the right side. He's got some room. 30, 25, 20. Fairwoods finally got him and knocked him out of bounds. But not until he rambles for about 18 yards and another Calgary first down. That's a play where the defense uh, missed it a little bit. Marcus Ball does what he's supposed to do. And he's got outside contained, forcing Messam to cut up. But there's nobody else behind him. And... Uh, Messam turns that into a big play as he turns up field. So they are in field goal range now with the 20-yard line. And we'll see if the Argo defense can make a play here. They've had opportunities. They just had a pick, but it was called back because of the contact. First down, right hash mark. Again, they sent seven, and it is caught out here on the flat by McDaniel, who just made a defender, Matt Webster, miss. I mean, he grabbed air, and he'll get the first down inside the 10 to the 9. Matt Webster just grabbed air. Yeah, McDaniels uh, schooled the youngster on, on uh, open field moves. Because, A former uh, teammate. Webster, as he approaches, goes to break down, and McDaniels cuts and ducks underneath the arm sweep. Matt Webster and... Mark Wayne McDaniel, teammates for three years in Calgary. Matt over here for the first year with the Argos. First down and goal from the nine. Mitchell lost one. It's a little fade to the corner. Incomplete. He was looking for Reggie Begleton. Not catching it. And uh, there was a little contact, but as you mentioned, it was well overthrown. It'll be second down and goal from the nine. Bo Levi trying to hit Begleton on the uh, corner route. And that was Brandon Harris. Uh, again, with some solid coverage, although he did... Bump him up a bit, but the ball was overthrown. Ball on the left hash mark. See what the stamps dial up here. Messam still in the game. He's going to stand to the left of goal Levi Mitchell. He'll send three receivers out to the wide side with the ball on the left hash mark. Two to the boundary. Now Colbert goes in motion. He comes back in the backfield. Pressure again. Throwing to the end zone and caught at the back of the end zone. And another great catch by Mark Wayne McDaniel. It's a touchdown for the Stampeders, and they have increased the lead to 33-10. The Argos on that last drive rolled man coverage, blitz every play. And that shows how good the uh, Stampeders offense is. They hadn't seen that, and they uh, managed to move the ball downfield. Quick throws, quick decisions by Bolivar, recognizing it, waiting for his receivers, or actually having the time to wait for the receivers to buy that separation and man-on-man. Uh, Mark Markway McDaniels is the guy in that coverage. And the t coverage was, again, tight yep. by Cassius Vaughn. Great catch by, by, by McDaniels. I don't know. I don't know. What the, I don't know what else the secondary can do. I did the, the the coverage has been there. The Calgary Stampeders and likewise the week before it was the Saskatchewan Roughriders are just making plays all over the field. 
And there's the extra point. It's up and good. And the Stampeders have increased the lead to 24-10. We'll take the timeout with 11 minutes remaining here in quarter number three. It's Argo Football on TSN 1050. Calgary 34, Argos 10. Welcome back to Argos Football. Hogan and Johnson with you here. Argos trying to get ready now. They knew this was going to be tough, obviously. Obviously, they thought this was a winnable game. It still is. No lead is safe. It's just going to be a hell of a mountain to climb. Uh, but they're getting ready for the home and home of Montreal that starts in Montreal on the Friday night, the 11th, a week from tomorrow night. And then eight days later, Saturday, August 19th at 4 o'clock, Montreal's here. And those two games are ginormous. 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 They've already clinched the season series with Ottawa. Yep. You win both of those games against Montreal, you would win the season series. Move ahead of Montreal no matter what the Alouettes uh, do this week. Yeah, that's huge. But there's still time left here. Ricky Ray has not been on the field here in the second half. As the Stampeders took four minutes off the clock and scored a touchdown to open on the first possession. High kick will be taken by Marquise Jackson. 12-yard line near numbers. It goes across the middle of the field and gets out to the 30-yard line. And that's where the Argos will put it in play. <laughs> James Wilder trying to draw a penalty on the near side. Yes, he is. He's having a little fun with uh, that Ben Dagliar down there, and they're tussling on special teams. And Wilder doing a good job of uh, keeping Ben away from the play, had him way on the other side of the field. Ben Dagliar was a hell of a player at McMaster. Linebacker there. Defensive end. Sort of that rush end thing. First down at the 30-yard line. Ricky Ray in the first half, 30 of uh, sorry, 13 of 20 for 136 yards, a touchdown and a pick, and the flag goes fight. down. They have too many on the field. They shouldn't go out now. How can they call 13 in the huddle? Oh, you know what? There were 13. Were there 13 guys on the field? Yes, there were 13 Two, guys four, on the field. Six, eight, they didn't even see it until they lined up. Yeah. And I don't know how the Argos... Uh, First play I'm of the sorry, half. but to go past the huddle to the lineup, that's on the Argos players that are out there to not recognize that. First first play of the half, you get a too many players, or too many men on the field, Slop essentially. Yeah. So we'll see what uh, Ray does here. They, stunt, they go on the inside, and almost a remarkable catch by Jeff Fuller. The ball was well behind him as Ray was pressured up the middle. And he threw it behind Fuller, who had to le- re- uh, reach back in midair and almost made the circus catch. But it'll be second down and 10 from the 20. You know, I was at my son's baseball game the other day, and the, the kids were getting a little uptight. And try, you know, they are getting the ball fielding and throwing it over the first baseman's head. And you know what the coach said? Relax. Right now, the Argos offense, they need to relax a little bit because they seem a little uptight. Well, they've got the perfect quarterback to bring everybody back a little bit in Ricky Ray. Five-man rush by the Stampeders here, and they get to Ray and throw him to the carpet back at the uh, 10-yard line, and it's uh, Alex Singleton, second-year player, high draft pick out of Montana State. Wow. When I say relax, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean slow down. It means relax, take a breath, look at the guy next to you, start communicating, start talking, get on the same page again, and uh, they obviously didn't do that there. The offense needs to have a regroup session here on the sideline. Herb Hyralahu had a season-long punt earlier of 59 yards. He'll get this one away. High kick will flutter. Finch will take it at the 50-yard line. He has been very dangerous tonight. 
and he will get to the middle of the field to be brought down at the 49-yard line, and that's where the Stampeders will take over, leading 34-10 here, 9.5 left in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Calgary leading the Toronto Argonauts. Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson with you here at BMO Field. And the Stampeders have turned it up a notch. They look good, very good in all aspects of the game. Yeah, their defense just cranked it from a 6 to a (laughs) 9. And uh, the Argos offense went from a 6 to a 4. Yeah, they um, certainly had a sink on that last play, starting it very sloppy with having an extra guy on the field, which is not how you want to start your second half. Um, I don't know if I've seen Tressman very angry before, but there was a, a quick little camera side swipe. You could see his face, and I, I thought I could see the uh, was it the jugular veins in your neck there, Hoagie? It looked like yep. there was some pulsing going on in his neck. And who was that? Tressman. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. poker face. Yeah. But blood vessels were pulsing. Got you. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> yeah. He had an interest. He was on the morning show today with uh, Dave Naylor and Matty Cause. Matty asked him about, he said, not specifically Johnny Manziel, but players coming up here, university players or NFL players yep. who come up to Canada's quarterback position and why they would struggle. We'll get to that in a couple of seconds. Ball at the 49-yard line of the Argonauts. Bo Levi Mitchell in a quarterback, 183 yards passing so far, a couple of touchdowns as well. And they're going to give the Brock a big Jerome Messer. We'll take it down to the 45-yard line. It's a gain of five, maybe four. So Tressman said that uh, it's all about the player buying into the system. He said if they come up here and don't work, they have no chance. Done. They have no. And you've seen that with some pretty big name quarterbacks who came up here. Yep. Either NFL or superstar. You know, a couple of guys you played with, Michael Bishop. Got to get that buy-in. You know, Bishop yep. was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy. Ken Dorsey came up here after sure. a great career. He was a buy-in guy Miami. though. He just didn't get yep. a chance to play. Great guy too. Second down and five. Blitz. Bear got him. The bear was not the hunted. The bear was the hunter. And Bo Levi Mitchell goes down at midfield. A loss of 10 yards. First sack is an Argonaut for Bear Woods. I like it. I like it. I like it. I almost uh, tried to growl on the air there, Hoagie. I don't think he would have liked it very much. But Bear Woods comes flying through right up the A-gap. Times it beautifully. And is actually sorry, B gap is completely untouched. Gets right by the center who looks to peel out, pick him up, and uh, gets the big sack. Rob Maver, a perfect punt inside the 10 yard line. Jackson caught it, but had to go out of bounds. And a flag comes down very, very, very late. It was thrown at about the 30 yard line. Whoever the official was on the far side, he's got a good arm. That flag flew. Uh, Major we'll foul, unnecessary roughness. Toronto, number 23, after the play. Half Hit. the distance to goal. Well, that was uh, Robert Woodson, a Calgary native who oh, played at the University of Calgary against his hometown team. And let's see who goes over and says hello to him. Where's Mr. Trestman? No, Mark is not going over. Ivan, Ivan's all over him. Yeah. Well, listen, the problem is you can't continue to shoot yourselves in the foot right now. The Argos need some momentum, and, you know, you can't do stuff like that right now. So that'll put it in play at the four-yard line. So the Argos trailing 34-10 to 10 have a long field, and they dump it out to Tristan Jackson, who makes the catch and will get about five yards on first down. Martise. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Martise Jackson. <laughs> Good old Martise. And you know what? Uh, he almost he almost got away. 
He almost got away, and that would have turned into a huge play, but it's uh, still second and six. So many Jackson, so little time. He, Gain he, of five. He kind of runs like Tristan. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they're very similar gait. Very explosive. Have to remember the nickname that PA announcer Don Landry had for him. We'll get to that in a couple of seconds. Ricky Ray dropped back and slipped when he got to the end zone and just threw it away. It was almost caught. Picked off the turf by Jeff Fuller. But Ricky Ray tried to plant when he got to the end zone and slipped on the artificial turf. Different cleat needed for that That makes service. me irate, Hoagie. I mean, yeah. come on. Ricky drops back, steps. His back foot goes to plant, and he steps on the turf, and he slips. Yep. Right? That's how slick it is. It is what and, it is. And, uh... I hear you, but it is what it is. And I and I wonder, I mean, now they'll get prepared for that. I don't know if they have prepared enough for it kind of pre-game, just saying, listen, anytime you're near that goal line, you got to be aware of that surface. Third down and six from their own eight-yard line. We'll see if Hayrolahu concedes. No, he's going to kick it. And he gets run into, and a flag comes out. High punt. Finch will take it at midfield and run to the near sidelines and uh, go up to the Argo bench. And he pushed a coach when he got to the sideline, and a cameraman also went down, or a uh, sort of an audio guy went down on the sidelines. Major foul, roughing the kicker. Calgary, number 32. The 15 yards. Argos are going to get a first down. Oh, that's a huge break. Tim Murphy gives the Argonauts some good news as Osagio Diassi will try that one from Sacramento State. Pardon me? Exactly. There are. This is weird. There are two quarterbacks. You don't think of Sacramento State as being a huge producer of pro talent, right? Mm-hmm. The Argos have two quarterbacks on their roster. Well, in camp anyways, right? Yeah. McLeod Bethel-Thompson sure. and Ricky Ray. The Stampeders have two guys in the secondary, Odiasi and Brandon Smith from Sacramento State. Wow. It's all in the same game. I don't know if that's ever been done <laughs> for Sacramento State. We'll go to the ground. Here's Coombs. That's uh, Whitaker. We'll get across the 35 to the 36. A first flag goes at the line of scrimmage. A second flag comes out late. The second one probably holding from where it was thrown. The first one probably offside or an illegal formation from where it was thrown. But the Argos are walking back toward their own goal line, which is not good news if you're an Argonaut. These penalties are getting the Argos tonight. I mean, that obviously the one on the kicker is pretty blatant, but uh, there's a lot of holding stuff going on with the Argos. Procedure, illegal formation, no end, Toronto. That penalty is declined. Holding, Toronto. We'll go back 10 yards, repeat first down. The second one was the hold, didn't get a number. So, so far on two drives here in the half, we started the half with uh, the Argonauts having too many men in the huddle on the first play. And now we have a no-end call. No end. Well, that's on the tackle who's just set back a little too much. Needs to just make sure he's on the line of scrimmage. So we'll see what the Argos can do here. It's a first and 20 from their own 13-yard line. Four-man rush. One comes late. Ricky Ray, uh, Ricky Ray read it, but it got tipped at the line of scrimmage, tipped up in the air, and fell luckily for the Argonauts to the grass here at BMO with second down and 10. Big James Vodders. Picks up the uh, Ricky's eyes on that, and he looks. Ricky's looking to hit a slant throw out to his left, and Vodders gets his hands up and knocks it down. Obviously a bright guy. He went to Stanford. They don't mess around with the academics there. Second down, 20 from their own 13-yard line. Two receivers up top, two to the near side. And Ray's going to air it out. Looking downfield, there's some pushing and shoving and good defense on the play. No flag. There shouldn't have been one either as Fuller couldn't get position, and it's going to be 
a kicking situation again, this time not from the end zone at least. But the Argos uh, blow an opportunity here after a roughing the kicker call. And now standing on the slick turf in the end zone will be Liram Hyralahu. Yeah. Finch stands at the Argo 50. Yeah, big, big blown opportunity for the Argos. And Ricky really underthrew that ball to Jeff Fuller. Little contact again, no flag this time. Finch will take it at his own 50-yard line and get forced out of bounds. And we'll take the timeout. Stamps putting a beat on the Argos tonight. It is 34-10, to 10, five and a half left in the third quarter. This is Argo football on TSN 1050. Twenty-four teams have started five and zero to start a CFL season. Only seven have won the Grey Cup. Really? Seven of twenty-four. Interesting. Stampeders, one of those teams, five and zero right now, looking to move six and zero. Or sorry, Edmonton is five and zero. Calgary four one and one. But the Eskimos uh, with that big record. Calgary in second place in the West, a point behind Edmonton. And they are trying to move up a notch in the standings. Doesn't surprise me. Now. Doesn't surprise me that much, Hoagie. It's very difficult to keep momentum rolling in the right direction and, and keep that gameplay at an elite level always on point for an entire season to win 18 games and win the Grey Cup. Yeah. Yep. Or at least to start that, you know, with a 5 and 0, 6 and 0 record, and and end, you know, keep it going all season. You're going to have, you know, ebbs and flows. It's going to drop off a bit and. You know, you obviously try to time it so that you peak at the end. You don't want to peak at the beginning, that's for sure. The news is a little worse for the Hamilton Tiger Cats historically. We'll get into that in a second. Ball to the 51-yard line of the Argonauts. Stan Peters will put it in play. Bull Levi Mitchell still in, drops back, throws it out to the flat again on the cross to Markway McDaniel, who will get five yards and get popped out of bounds. Fans reacted to something. Did you see what? There was a not. big roar there, and I didn't see what happened. It's a gain of five yards. Hamilton Ticats are 0-5. Since 1946, 32 teams have started 0-5. Only three have made the playoffs. The last one came in 1969 when the BC Lions started 0-5, ended up at 5-11. That was the last team that made the playoffs? After starting 0-5. Wow. 1969. Now, it's not easy to start 0-5 in this league. Second down and four, and they go to the ground game, and it is Finch, and he gets blown up! Oh, my! What a hit from Justin Tuggle! Oh! Yeah, baby, that'll get build some momentum for the Argos on the side. Look at them all looking around, and they're looking at the stamps. <laughs> well, Finch looks to try and cut back, and Tuggle just came flying through like a train. He's looking like the old man on that one. His dad went to five Pro Bowls with the Atlanta Falcons. Jesse Tuggle. And now the... All shoulder. Oh, smokes. Ran right over him. And we're going to see a field goal attempt of 52 yards here for Rene Paredes. Wins behind him. 29 and 18 so far. His two attempts, he's hit on both. And the snap was a little high. Will that throw off the timing? He missed it. Let's see what Jackson can do. He slips on the turf, takes it out to the goal line, looks for a block. He got it. 5, 10, 15, 20. He's got the sideline to the 30. To the 35, to the 40. A flag comes down on the near side of the field. 
65 yards away from where Martise Jackson is, a flag was thrown. And they're saying it's against Calgary. So there'll be some tack on here. We'll find out from Kim Murphy what the flag is, and then we'll take the break. And the Argonauts may be getting on some On the return, momentum. holding Calgary, number 30. Penalties declined. First down, On the Toronto. kicker. Timeout. <laughs> so it's declined. The Argos will take it close to midfield. Uh, we'll come back. The Argos will have a first and 10, trailing 34-10. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos on the Marquise Jackson return. The Martise Falcon, according to Don Landry, the PA Ooh. voice here. The Martise Falcon. Yeah. Fred has just grabbed Rico Murray and threw him to the ground. They were doing a dance 65 yards away from where the returner was. And Dylan Wynn didn't like what that bad kicker did to his teammate. Came <laughs> up and gave him a shot afterwards. So when all is said and done, Argos will get it at their own 49-yard line. They trail by a heap. It is 34-10 right now. But a chance for Ricky Ray to try and get this thing going. 140 yards so far for Ricky in his quest for another 300-yard gain. He'll, uh, he's got some work to do, put it that way. 34-10 the score for Calgary. 3.45 remaining here in quarter number three. We need that high-tempo offense we saw in the second quarter. Four receivers to the near side. Back to pass goes Ray. They're going to go a little hit screen to the far side, and it is caught and blown up immediately as they try to get S.J. Green going, and uh, he'll make the catch, but he'll lose a yard at second and 11. And no tempo at all. No, they had hitch screens going to the left. That S.J. Green coming in on the hitch. Coombs with a quick little swing, possible uh, another screen to the right, and uh, Ricky took the odds, and it's a good play by the uh, Stampeder defense. I saw, it down. I saw a single digit. I didn't see if it was Fuller, Coombs, or Whitaker. Somebody did a nice job at the point of attack on the block. Back to Pascal's grade. Pump fake. Uh-oh, he got drilled. Ball comes out with a flag down. Calvary's got it at the 40-yard line. And a lateral play. It's a forward lateral, so this is going to come back as uh, a Stampeder takes it inside the 15-yard line. So there are three flags, two for an illegal forward lateral after the fumble was recovered. Ricky Ray got drilled on that play. But there is a flag in the secondary, and Ricky is not... Uh-oh, he's... Not good. It's the right arm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And well, it's, it's, he's just letting it hang right now and kind of flexing the hand, trying to see if there's any feeling in it. Is this an illegal contact? Illegal yes. contact on a receiver, Calgary number 35. It is. That's a 10-yard penalty. We also had an offside pass. By Calgary, that by rule, that penalty is declined. Be first down, Toronto. So Shaquille Richardson takes the penalty, and the Argonauts are going to get a gift first down. Second down, second down. Illegal contact play. Will be marked at the 48-yard line. Oh, Ricky's just about to, pulls his arm back. He's like he's about to throw it. And Michael Kashak comes in and just hammers him. And uh, kudos to Chris Fanzel for running down Charleston Hughes. I mean, the play didn't matter anyways, but... Ricky Ray is being tended to on the bench. Cody Fajardo was in. Second down and one. Jeez. And no, this isn't because it's short yardage. Ray has the helmet off. Play action, and Fajardo's going to pull it out and run and get the first down and more to the 50. He'll step it about to the 42-yard line. That's a gain of about 10 yards and an Argonaut first down. Let's get this kid in the game. He got a nice little play there. Almost got tackled behind the line of scrimmage. 
managed to outrun the uh, defensive end and Michael Kashak again. He was it up real, for a first down. He was really good at McMaster. Really good at Max. So he gets an opportunity to play here in the Canadian Football League in his first year out of McMaster. First down at the 42-yard line. Cody Fajardo has not thrown a pass so far this year in the regular season, but looked very comfortable in the preseason. And they are going to go play action, and Fajardo's going to run it again. And he gets hit hard at the 40-yard line, and it was a hit to the head, and they are going to call Singleton for the helmet-to-helmet shot, and that's going to be 15 yards. Absolutely. The Kim Murphy crew is as good as any in the CFL at protecting quarterbacks, which I like to see. Calgary, Calgary number 49, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. And he's not happy about it. He is yelling at Kim Murphy. Oh, yeah. Alex Singleton is one of these gifts to the Canadian Football League. His mom was born in Toronto, and uh, he had never been here. He, he applied for Canadian citizenship before the draft so he could get a higher draft selection based on his mom's birth. And that's why he got a, an opportunity to play here in the Canadian Football League. Well, he brings it. And Cody was spinning inside, and uh, he came flying across in a helmet-to-helmet. First down at the 25-yard line. Pajardo's going to go ground game again, and they give it to Whitaker, who pounds the A-gap and goes inside the 20 to the 19-yard line for a gain of six. A minute 53 remaining here. Calgary 34, Argos 10. And uh, where's Ricky Ray? Do you see Ricky on the side? Oh, there he is. He still has the helmet off. And they are working just to make sure what kind of motion he has with the right arm, with the right shoulder. Working with Scott Shannon, and Trustman is there, and there's a group around Ricky Ray taking a look at him. He's a franchise. Second down and about four to go. And we get a time count violation against the Argonauts. Sorry, Cody, shake it off. Let's go down to Kate Pedersen right now on the sidelines. Can you give us an update on Ricky, Kate? Yeah, Hoagie, they were looking at his right shoulder. He did get the ball and throw two passes, but winced through those, grabbing his shoulder again, and then had a little meeting with trainers. So right now he's sitting on the bench, and I'll keep an eye on that. Thank you very much. Kate Pedersen patrolling the sidelines for us here tonight, as always, for Argonaut home games. Second and four becomes second and nine, nine and a half from just inside the 25-yard line. Pajardo going to throw his first pass of the season, and it is behind us, Jay Green, who almost made a diving, sliding, whatever you want to call it, remarkable catch. Got one hand on it, but couldn't pull it in, and out comes the field goal unit. They'll take the three. SJ was lined up to the far left from Cody Fajardo. Argos were on the right hash, and as SJ was coming in on the dig pattern, Cody put the ball behind him, but... Uh, as Hoagie noted there, SJ almost made a spectacular catch as he slid and pulled his hand back. Yeah, Fajardo needs to settle down a little bit. He's going to have an opportunity to make some plays here in the second half. 31-yard field goal attempt for Liram Hyrolahu. Just inside the 31. Right hash mark. Yahtzee, it's good. And the Argonauts put three more on the board. And with a minute one remaining here in the third quarter, it is 34-13. So Hyrolahu with another field goal, giving him a CFL best 24. Sorry, 23 so far this year, his second of the night. This Argonauts team needs this defense more than ever right now. The game is, uh, it's certainly a long shot. They're feeling a little bit of a black cloud over there with uh, their pivot getting hurt and Ricky Ray. But this is where, you know what, you've got some leaders over there on the defense. They recognize the situation of the game and uh, they need someone to make a big play. Ricky is soft tossing on the near sideline, so that is good. 
That is very good. Ground game on first down. Calgary will get about five yards, taking the ball out there on 35-yard line. At least he was soft tossing. Sorry, I looked down at the monitor and they showed that. He threw a football and winced. And now he's back on the bench. And I don't see his helmet. And all of the, not all, but a lot of the players have come over and sort of given a little fist bump. So the franchise sits on the quarterback and the Argos sit in this game trailing by 21 points. Clock moving at 15 seconds. Six on the play clock. Calgary, I don't think, will get this off. And they've been forced to call a timeout. Their first of two. Argonauts have one timeout remaining as well. They lost a timeout on the first offensive series of this game for Calgary. There was a long pass, about a 40-yard pass. And at the five-yard line, the Argos were called. Cassius Vaughn was for pass interference. Mark Trestman challenged it, lost the challenge, lost the timeout. And they have but one left. Argos make a late substitution as Webster had been over on the bench. Matt will now drop back into safety position. And with eight seconds left on the clock, Bill Levi Mitchell and company will put this one in play. Three receivers to the far side. He goes that way. It is caught. Big hit after the catch. But not until Devarius Daniels makes another catch. And he has been a major pain in the rear end for the Toronto Argonauts tonight. Argos bringing pressure on that play with Bear Woods uh, coming through the B-gap again. Jerome Messer stepping up. Woods giving him a nice shot, but uh, Bo Levi still managed to get rid of the ball, and the Argos defense keeping the catch and the receiver in front of the uh, defender, so it's a quick tackle. Fourth catch tonight for Daniels, two of which were spectacular. One was a touchdown. Play action. Under pressure, down he goes. Last play of the half, and another sack for the Toronto Argonauts, and it is going to be... Mr. Dylan Wynn out of Oregon State, and he is going to get the sack on the final play, and I'm just going to check if he got credit for the sack earlier tonight. And Wow, did he ever look quick. He did. That's his second sack of the night, sack, second sack of the CFL, and it comes on the final play of quarter number three. So it'll be second and long for the Stampeders to start the quarter. We'll come back with the fourth quarter play, 34-13 Calgary. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 